Welcome back to Inside the Dome. I'm Carlin Jacob. I'm joined today here with John Dadero. And I can't believe it. we're already on our second week of preseason. Um, last week's preseason was very interesting to say across the league. There was a lot of interesting preseason things going on. Steelers got the dub. Um, so in this episode, we're just going to talk about the Steelers getting that win and what we liked and what we saw from playing Tampa Bay. And then we're just going to highlight the Bills game. Uh, before we get into this, just quick shout out to Aiden for the intro. Um, as always, always does a great job with it. Uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on all our social medias to stay updated when we upload the podcast and stuff. But without further ado, let's talk about some Steelers football, John. Yes, and last week was interesting. You and I, it was actually the last time you and I saw each other in person. We watched the Steelers preseason game together on my on my deck, and it was a very interesting game, to say the least. There were a lot of goods, I would say, and then there were some disappointing players we'll get to briefly, but I'll just ask you first... The Steelers' offense started. Kenny Pickett and all of them. General thoughts on what you thought about the Steelers' offense? Um, we're just talking starters. Yeah, it's the starters okay. for now. Yeah, they looked really solid. They looked really, really solid. They only had that one incompletion, which I think the only reason the re- Kenny had that incompletion is because he was about to get sacked, so he just threw it away. Which I mean makes sense, but other than that. The whole offense was perfect. Knocking on wood here. Um, Kenny looked great. Pickens looked great for the one play. He actually caught the ball and scored. Uh, Johnson looked pretty good. Uh, Muth looked great. Just seeing them have a drive where they just marched down the field and was like, okay, we're good. We're done. You know, and head out. It's great. I like what I saw. Um, And I like what I saw by some of the secondaries as well, which I'm not going to get into. I'll let you speak your opinion real quick. But yeah, overall, first uh, string offense, really good, really, really good. Yeah, definitely. And the Buccaneers ended up starting their second stringers. So they had their second string defense against our starters. And we essentially did what we had to do. We were going against the second team defense, and we essentially destroyed them completely. That's exactly what you would want to see. I know I'm thinking of another preseason game. I think they kept Russell Wilson in for like half the game because he was struggling to get a touchdown. And the Steelers, on the other hand, we got a touchdown on our very first drive and we were able to pull out our starters. And I think the offensive line looked good. Hopefully Dan Moore is not the future starter, but we'll see. Uh, Deontay Johnson, not enough people are talking about him. He had... I believe two third down catches as well. He came in clutch. I know people love to talk about Pickett to Pickens, but Deontay Johnson was great as well in this game. Muth had a nice completion too. George Pickens obviously with a touchdown grab, but I've been saying it. The Steelers got the weapons, and Kenny Pickett was able to get the ball to the weapons 
you need to get it to. And Indeed. it was flawless. I mean, we'll talk about the Bills game soon, but at least against this Bucks team, the Steelers offense made quick work of them. So, so staying on the offensive side of the ball, I want to talk about the second stringer and the third stringer. I think the fourth stringer uh, we'll talk about. We're going to talk about quarterbacks when I mean second and third stringer. Fourth stringer, we'll, we'll save. We'll save. We'll but acknowledge him. Second string and third string offense. Calvin Austin, the third, looks so good. We oh, yeah. uh, Steelers drafted him uh, last year. I think the yeah. fourth overall pick. Like fourth, fourth round o- pick. Round, that's what I meant. Fourth round pick. And he got injured in training camp. So we never got to see him. And he played. And he, dang, did he play. He had two carries for 23 yards. He had two receptions for 73 yards and one touchdown. And that touchdown came on an absolute dot by Mason Rudolph. Never thought I would ever see that, ever. But he caught it, and he, he just looked really, really good. Um, granted, obviously, he only got the ball two times, but they're like, okay, I think I think we've seen enough. Like, you you know, you can get out of there. Um, I don't know if Warren played. Did Warren play? Jalen Warren, he played. He was in there. He didn't do, like, he actually, on the first drive or second drive, he had a very nice run. It was like a 10-yard yeah. run. Yeah, but, but he didn't play much because we were declaring they, we the – backups were trying to fight for their spots obviously yeah and i think that you and i looked at each other and was like yeah um who's our third string guy i can't think of his name uh running back yeah anthony mcfarland yes that's what i wanted to say but i, I didn't want to say it, it'd be <laughs> wrong we looked at each other and like yeah he's gonna get the job like uh, oh yeah definitely <laughs> yeah and anthony mcfarland he's another interesting one because we drafted him couple years ago and he's never really gone to see the field he's been injured or like it'd just be too late in the season we couldn't use him but i mean calvin austin he's got speed anthony mcfarland he's got speed in this preseason game we were finally able to see that and i'll talk about calvin austin real quick i really hope that matt canada can use him well because i think he's an excellent deep threat with his speed and I, I know you and I love the Mac Canada jet sweeps. You're not and, and I think Calvin Austin will be used a lot. They used him, I think, in like back-to-back jet sweeps in the preseason yeah, something game. something like that. Yeah. and nope. We'll see more hope, of him. Yeah, hopefully. Well, here's what I think. I think he'll be the starting kickoff returner as well. Yes. Yeah, because our kickoff returner was not our kickoff returner. Yeah, we um, had like his last name was Bird in the game. Yeah, he, he didn't do anything special. Yeah, but uh, Anthony McFarland. I'll just say my thoughts on him. And uh, I finally got the stats up from the preseason game. He had three carries for 18 yards and a touchdown run. One of them, he just absolutely took off on the side. Great run, I think. For our running backs, it's going to be Najee Warren than probably McFarlane. I think McFarlane's shown up very well in camp and in this past preseason game. So I think he's got the number three spot locked. So those two players did very well. Any players that you thought didn't do so well? Uh, if, are we just talking the whole offside of the ball? Offensive yeah, we side. could say. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mitch Trubisky, 
Mr. Trubisky, he only went one of four. So, I mean, obviously he didn't do much. Um, he, yeah, he only got 10 yards, uh, average two and a half, zero touchdowns, one interception. It was yeah. a bad interception, if I remember correctly. And then on the other side of things, Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan did not look great. Granted, Tanner, Tanner Morgan, he's from Minnesota. And he, we're like huge Penn State fans. And we're like, well, we really don't like like Minnesota. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't care if Tanner Morgan fails. <laughs> you don't want him no, to fail. We want him I mean, to be good. Him to fail, yeah, if he we doesn't want him to team. be good for the Steelers. Yeah. For the Steelers. Um, sure. But he didn't look that great. He didn't look too special. He got sacked. Uh... One out of 21 attempts, I want to say that is. I'm not sure. I'm reading this down on ESPN. Um, but yeah, he didn't look too great. Um, it didn't really look like he knew what he was doing. Doing, And for uh, rookies, like, obviously, you're not going to know what you're doing in the NFL for your first game. But, like, you should have an idea of someone. And he just looked clueless out there. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. We saw a lot of key t- players we didn't really see much of Broderick Jones um he stayed in the whole game which I mean John was asking me he goes why would they like keep him in for this long and I said well I mean he's got to work you know he has to go up against the top guys on the defense you know that he has to go up against those third stringers for Tampa Bay to prove himself on the roster spot because he should he should start against the Niners on week one will he who knows but I don't think there was much bad things on the offensive side of the ball. Grant, we're recording this almost a week later. Um, yeah, I got I got one name ooh, we forgot to mention. Who's your one guy who absolutely sucked on the offensive side? Kendrick Green. Sucked yes. Okay. Massively. So, um, do you want to say what happened on his three plays? The yeah, back to back plays. Yeah, I'll say because I when we were watching this together, I literally pointed out that I said his name on three straight plays, which is not a good thing. So the first play, it's like a passing down, and he gets absolutely bulldozed backwards. He gets destroyed, and he falls right into Mason Rudolph, I believe it was. And then the next play was it the holding play after that? Yeah, he yeah. basically was like, I don't want to get bullied anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it was actually a good run, I think, from McFarland, and he just decides to have a holding. And then the, the third play in a row, this is all in a row too, he has a terrible snap, and it's like, it's like second and 30-something at this point. So Kendrick Green, he essentially went in as the backup center, and he was just terrible. They didn't even put him in at fullback. They were kind of testing that out in training camp. They didn't even put him in fullback at any point. In my opinion, Kendrick Green, he might have just lost a roster spot. I don't know if I mean you agree with only, that. You're only on the first week of the preseason, but the guy who replaced I him, I can't remember who replaced him, who replaced him. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, depth chart. Let me see the depth chart. Mason Cole, Kendrick Green, then you got Ryan McCollum after that. Mason Cole. Might have been Ryan McCollum. I don't know. Whoever replaced Kendrick Green did a much, much better job. 
Um, yeah. Granted, they said Kendrick Green hasn't played much, but yeah, overall, I think you and I can agree there weren't much bad things on offense. I mean, besides Taron Morgan and Kendrick Green, there wasn't yeah, much. I agree. I'll just briefly say just a couple small thoughts. I won't get too much into it now because we'll probably mention them later. Uh, I don't know if any other wide receiver really stepped up in general aside from Calvin Austin. I don't know. It's It was very underwhelming when you think about the other receivers like Hakeem Butler, who was from the XFL. Nothing really noteworthy no. from other receivers. Just a thought I had. I mean, Connor but, Hayward uh, had two catches for 34 yards. Yeah, Hayward was good. I, I've always liked Hayward. But the last player I can think about, just in general, before we move on to this upcoming week, on the defensive side, two standouts, Keanu Benin and Nick Herbig, our two rookies, were fantastic. And hopefully they can get some more playing time in this next preseason game. And the one dud... I would say, actually, there's one more positive guy, Quan Alexander, the linebacker, who we got in free agency. He's technically our third linebacker. He was fantastic this past game. He was just, he was all over the field making plays. He got called for a penalty on one play. It was kind of stupid, but he was great. And then the last player I can mention, uh, James Pierre, our backup corner, wasn't very good this past game. So hopefully he does better in this next preseason game. Um, Nick's brother Nate replaced Kendrick Green at center. Okay, that's who it yeah. was. Sorry. Okay, because he was he's our backup guard too. Yeah, and he replaced him, and Nick did a uh, Nate did a lot better. But yeah, defense side of the ball didn't look too too shabby. James Pierre did not have a great game at all. He did not. Um, yeah, and. Nick Herbig has got one and a half sacks, and then Marvin Law uh, got the other half sack. Um, yeah. And Marvin Quan Alexander. Leal, I think. Oh, wait, no, not Quan Alexander. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Nick, how do you say that name? Nick Herbig? No, Nick Kwiatowski. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a linebacker. I don't know he how got, to say his he, name. Yeah, he got the other sack, so total of four sacks. But, yeah, defensive side of the ball didn't look good. Granted. You're going up against the Bucks backups. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Tampa Bay real quick and just how what we saw from them on their thought? Uh, thoughts on, on Tampa Bay? Side? Yeah, just uh, like over, overall thoughts. We don't need to go through and talk about what we yeah. thought of each player. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't – this is actually happened yesterday or something on the day we're recording this. Uh, Russell Gage there – third best wide receivers out for the season. So that's a big blow for Tampa. But in preseason, the only thing I could really comment on is Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask because that's technically their QB battle. So just looking at their stats alone, really nothing spectacular. But I think Baker Mayfield has the job right now. Nothing yeah. really nothing swayed that. Job. Yeah, but I didn't pay too much attention to the Bucks. When they were playing, but no, no, if, did I. Yeah, the quarterback battle is the only thing noteworthy. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Um, and then their defense looked, eh, you know, look, eh, yeah, for being backups, and we'll see how the Bucks' offense does. The Bucks' offense didn't really get anything rolling until the 
Baker through that one touchdown and then in the fourth quarter. Other than that, they were shut out the whole time. But yeah, overall, uh, final thoughts for the first preseason game. Wasn't too bad. We mentioned, we missed a couple players. Joey Porter didn't play. He was out. He was injured uh, like an hour before the game. They said he's not playing. Um, yeah, other than that, not a bad game for a first preseason football for the Steelers. Agreed. So I think it's time to move on to the Bills preseason game, which I believe you're attending in person. Too. Yes, sir. It will be my Very first exciting. game going back and my first game as a season Steeler ticket holder. Indeed. Very I'm very, very, very blessed to say that. I can't uh, wait. John and I are planning on going to a game this year. I'm pretty sure Jordan's going. I think Dan has interest. Like, we're just going to make it a fun year this year. It's it's a good year to be a Steelers fan. Very oh, good yeah, year definitely. to be a Steelers fan. So, do you want to say the betting odds for this upcoming preseason game? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, if you're betting on preseason, um, <laughs> why? But it's more of the fact of 42 and a half is the line. And last week's line, John and I both said the under, and the under missed because Tampa Bay got a field goal and they ruined it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 42 and a half. Um, I don't know yet. I kind of am leaning more towards the over because we both said that both of the starters on the Bills' side of the ball on offense is going to start. And then yeah. the Steelers stars on defense is going to start the same with the offense, correct? Yeah, so Sean McDermott said that he's going to be starting all of his starters, I believe, on both offense and defense for the first quarter and a half. And then Tomlin confirmed that he's going to be starting, I believe, the whole offense still. And he did say he's going to be starting key defensive players too, like TJ, Minka, Patrick Peterson, and more. So how long they stay in, I don't know. Maybe they'll stay in as long as the Bills players stay in. Ooh. But I don't know. It's actually going to be very interesting how um, long they stay in. Also, the Bills are favored by one. Who cares? It's preseason. Exactly. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention that. A couple key things that I want to get into. Uh, oh, I have a couple key things I want to say, but before we get into it, it will be nice to actually be in the stadium. DeMar Hamlin will be making his return. I don't True. think he's played professional football back at Heinz Field. Shore Stadium. Yes, I know. <laughs> Since uh, he was drafted. So it will be nice to have the Pittsburgh man come back. Um, after all, he went through and stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure Pitt fans will love to see him come back. I'm not a Pitt fan. That's why I'm saying that. But I would love to see him come back. Don't worry. But. I'm very interested. Two things that are more, actually three. I like three things. How to see how our offense and defense does against starters. Number one. Number two, how Joey Porter does. Joey Porter did not play last week, and it's going to be such an interesting thing watching him play, especially if he's going to start against some of these Bills starters. You know, like, I want to see Joey Porter lined up against Stefan Diggs. And then as soon as he gets cooked, if he gets cooked, Dan's going to send a text message saying, told you. Oh, uh, and then the third thing, punting. 
our punter last week didn't look too bad. He didn't look fantastic, but granted, he's still got two more games to prove himself. And I would like to see more out of him and see him in person, obviously, just because I don't like our punter. So we need someone else. But I think those are my key three things I'm looking forward to to this game. Yeah, um, I've heard that Presley Harvin has been doing well enough so far in preseason, so chances of him having the starting job are is more high. likely. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, things to watch. It's going to be very interesting to see how our starting offense does. Uh, back in our mini-series, I had the Bills defense ranked six in the league, so we're going against a very good defense, and the Bills in general in our last ranking episode, I believe it was our very last episode, uh, I put them at five. I think you might have put them higher for a top team in the league. I was some part of that no, episode. I think it was the last one we just did. The overall oh, the teams. offense. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just I the, heard defense. Yeah. I heard defense. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but in, in general, they're very good. They're a very good team, and it's going to be a much bigger test compared to playing their second-string Bucks defense. So... How Kenny Pickett does in this game is going to be huge because if you recall last season when we played the Bills, we got destroyed. Our offense didn't look good at all. Our defense got, I mean, Gabe Davis torched us. So, but then yeah. again, you got a veteran in Patrick Peterson who he was with the Vikings last season and he was the key factor in beating the Bills last year. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to watch the offense play and one more thing i want to mention to you uh did you see ryan clark and his statement about george pickens yes that he's gonna be better he's better than uh jj Justin yeah, jefferson Justin yeah. jefferson but i think now people are gonna really be looking at george pickens and everything he does because a lot of casual nfl fans are just gonna start comparing pickens to jefferson now so What's going to hurt big game. Pickens, though, is um, Matt Canada. Matt Canada doesn't uh, yeah. do good this year. It's going to hurt a lot. Yeah. Because I think that's uh, really what hurt his season last year was Matt yeah. Canada. He could have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. I think he could be t- more talented than guys like Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I don't yeah, I think. I, agree. I don't think that's as hot of a take as him being better than Justin Jefferson, but I think that's um, fair, honestly. He's just kind of trapped. Yeah, but, and he he didn't get much snaps last year. That's the thing. True. Um, Did you see who's out for them, uh so far for Saturday? Is Larry Okujobi out? Larry, yep. Trey Norwood and Nate Herbig, I think is the other one. Nate or Nick? Nate. Nate, okay, that's not as bad. But no, no, no. Ogajobi, I heard it's not long term his injury. It's like a lower body injury. So hopefully he's back by the start of the season because that would be a big loss if he's out. Yeah, he will be. He will be. Yeah, I'm just hoping. The last thing I'll say about the starters before we briefly talk about backups is, I just hope no starting guys on our defense gets injured. Like if Watt got injured. Oh, don't Minka. even say that. We're, no, I, no, 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 we're, no, I would we're just not, be. We're not going there. Yeah, not going I, there. I, if 
something uh, no, no, there's no ifs there's no ifs nothing's happening okay. final backups let's let's talk about the backups um <laughs> sorry was you got someone? uh no um obviously we're gonna see more of people i would like to see a little bit more out of our tight end uh we drafted i can't think of his name darnell washington darnell washington i'd love to see a little bit more out of him obviously joey porter jr i think everyone's eyes will be on joey porter jr on saturday no matter what definitely um yeah i would love to see more from darnell uh Nick as well. Nick killed it, especially Nick's and with the starters. I would love to see Joey and Nick in with the starters, even if it's for like a play or two, just to see the chemistry and see how they work. Because we have a chance to have a very, very scary defense this year. The only thing that might hurt us is that up front of the line, uh, we couldn't stop the run last year, and we didn't really get much help there. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I would love to see some of the rookies come in with the vets and just play a snap or two. But, yeah, yeah. all eyes are going to be on Joey Porter for sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Just because the Bills' offense and defense are going to be starting for a good amount of time, I'd like to see – you mentioned Joey Porter. You mentioned Herbig. I, do, I would like to see those guys go against actual starters for a little bit. And also – I'm just thinking of other key matchups. I also want to see Broderick Jones go up against Buffalo's top edge, edge rushers as yes. well, because I think that this would be a big test to see, like, can he handle it week one? Because I think you kind of know a bit of what Dan Moore can do. If you want to see what Broderick Jones can do against top starters, I think you should have him start the game. That's my personal opinion i know dan moore's ahead of him right now in the depth chart but if you really want to see what broderick jones can do right now i would start him especially because week one we play uh san fran and san fran has more of a scary defense than buffalo oh yeah definitely so i would have broderick jones start i'm not gonna go at least myself i'm not gonna talk about battles that are kind of definitive at this point like quarterbacks running backs Dude, uh, i don't know that bill's second uh second string quarterbacks trying to compete for the first string job the bills yeah 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 kyle allen is going yeah. for josh allen's job <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i could we could talk about the bills a little bit after but with the steelers wide receivers i think Everyone up to Calvin Austin as a lock job. It really comes down to Miles Boykin, but I think he's a lock because of special teams. Hakeem Butler, I feel like he's going to fall off, unfortunately. And then Gunnar Olszewski, if we keep if we keep six receivers, I have a feeling Gunnar's going to be the guy we keep. That's my opinion. But do you think any other receiver can make a run for it? No. No. I, I I I agree with exactly what you said. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any other receiver can make it. Uh tight ends I don't even think the tight ends there's not much to talk about just because I think all four of them Firemuth, Gentry, Hayward, and Washington they'll all make the team. So maybe just seeing Hayward more as a fullback, seeing what he can do there a bit. And you mentioned earlier uh Darnell Washington. I think we both want to see some more out of him. 
because he's huge. <laughs> he is ginormous when you look at him. He is a bit slower. That's one thing I observed from last week. He's not like that fast in a way, but he, I feel like he can just catch anything, though. So he's somebody I'd want to watch. Offensive line aside, I bet they'll give Kendrick Green one more chance, maybe. But he's fighting for dear life at this point. You said Nate Herbig's not playing, right? Yeah, Nate's out. Yeah, so the backups will look a bit different. But Kevin Dotson will continue to fight for his backup job. There's not really too much more interesting stuff on the offensive line. Aside from Broderick Jones, hopefully starting the game. Any battles you see on defense beyond the starters that you recognize? Or like any other players you'd want to see? Um, not really. I think it's going to be the only thing that I could think off the top of my head is James Pierre. I mean, he obviously Mm -hmm. didn't play too good and obviously everyone has a bad game. So we'll see what happens. But other than that, no, not really. I think it's just going to be those guys just trying to fight it out. And whoever does plays better, plays better. Um, and just for reference real quick, uh, Steelers. Season game three. Um, who do we play? Who's our third preseason game? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to find out. I should have had this pulled up. I will get it right here for you. It is the Falcons. Okay, so the Falcons. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, once you get into the third week, a lot of the stars aren't going to play. You'll probably have your offense just play one more time. But starting next week is when everyone starting against the Falcons. That's when they're all going to go like haywire and like try to fight for that spot because after that game, it's only fifty three men are allowed on team. So yeah, I agree with you. And just my final thoughts, defense wise, there were a lot of good performances except from Pierre. So hopefully, just some of these guys like Juan Alexander, Herbig, they can just. Uh, also, Keanu Ben, they can just con- continue the momentum they've had from the previous game. So hopefully they can show some consistency. And then maybe just seeing who potentially our slot corner could be, too. Like how they're going to determine that. Maybe we can get some more clarity from this game. Because I don't know if like Patrick Peterson will play it a bit. Or if we're just going to be relying on guys like Chandon Sullivan or James, no, not James Pierre. I don't think he's a slot guy. But if we have to rely on somebody like that to be our slot corner or not. So hopefully this game can kind of show us who our slot corner is going to be and how we're going to deal with that. But those are my thoughts for the Steelers. Just briefly highlighting the Bills. They're going to be starting their starters. They have a very good offense still. So Josh Allen... It's going to be very interesting to see what we do against him. I don't really know too many of the battles, but they have a rookie tight end, Don Kincaid. I'll kind of be seeing what he does for fantasy purposes. So that's kind of why I'll be watching the Bills starters just for fantasy. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir. And I don't know, is Von Miller available right now? That's the other big question. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to... 
I mean, he's he listed as first. Um, yeah. Let me check real quick. No, I mean, obviously, Does... the Bills have a really, really great defense. So it's going to be interesting to see where they fall into play. Um, their running backs are always going to be interesting. I mean, you got James Cook. Dawson Knox, they have like they have a, such great offense. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of like starting jobs. I can't even think of what picks of who they drafted this year. I really can't think. Um, yeah, last year they, ooh, they might have they... drafted a guy on off on the offensive line in the first round. I can't confirm that, but I think they went O line in the first round. But. I mean, the Bills got a solid starting group. I can't comment too much on their positional battles beyond that. But it's going to be a test for the Steelers. That's what I would say. It's going to be a very big test, at least for starters. And then hopefully the depth guys can continue their momentum that they had from last week. So it's going to be a very exciting game to watch. Even if you're a casual and you just want to turn on a game for the fun of it, I would say like watch the first two quarters of this game. Like, if you're not a Steelers fan or a Bills fan, watch and the you, first two quarters still. Yeah, if you can watch it, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. So, just just because we talked about it, they got a tight end uh, first hit, uh, with their first-round draft, Dalton. Well, he was their first round. Kade, Kincaid? Yeah, Kincaid, uh, tight end Utah. Second round, they got a guard. Osiris okay, that's who I was Lawrence thinking of. from Florida. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Uh, third round, Doreen Williams, linebacker from Tulane. Uh, fifth round, Justin Shorter, wide receiver from Florida. Seventh round, Nick Brooker, guard from Mississippi. And then they got a cornerback, Alex Austin. Sorry if I butchered any of your names. But yeah, I mean, obviously, these are the guys to be watching, especially, I guess, their tight end. You know, they drafted yeah. a tight end. I don't know. Why they drafted a tight end? Dawson Knox isn't bad. I mean, granted, they might need another one. I think they want to copy Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah, I'm sure. I think they're trying their uh, best. They're both, uh, yeah. Uh, His quote is, I'm excited. They put quotes on this. (laughs) I'm looking forward to blocking for Josh Allen. (laughs) Uh, It's an amazing feeling. Um, He said, I'm excited. For block, I'm oh, uh, the tight end. Oh, <laughs> great quote, dude. Right the, yeah, that's pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be an interesting game. I'm very excited to go back into that building. I haven't been there last time I was there was in June, so it's been a little bit, yeah. But yeah, for some, <laughs> for some Steelers football, it's gonna be exciting for sure. Oh, yeah, my oh, man, I was having a lot of fun in June at that stadium, but. Yeah, it's going to be a very exciting preseason game, so definitely stay tuned for that. Any final thoughts about the Steelers before I wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, if they lose a preseason game, this is the preseason game to lose. I really don't see us losing to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta? Yeah. We really don't. Yeah, no, if it's any game, it's going to be this game, but I honestly don't think we'll lose. Um, Yeah. Other than that, it's going to be very exciting to see these two uh, top offenses and defenses go each other for them to play a little bit. Honestly, they should just keep them in the whole time, you know, 
Just, yeah, just might let, as well. You know, you might as well. Just let them stay in the whole time. Who cares? It's preseason. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a good game. Game starts at 630 on a Saturday. And it's not going to be too hot. It's not going to be too cold. It's the way I like it. I like it. I like it indeed. So that's going to do it for our preseason preview for the second Steelers preseason game against the Buffalo Bills. So thank you all for listening to this episode. Our next episode's not fully confirmed. It might be the motivational Monday that we've been holding back. But if it's not, just make sure you're following our social media so you can see an update on that. And when we do drop that episode and notifications on for sure yeah definitely if you listen on spotify or whatever just have your notifications on for the next episode make sure to follow our instagram our twitter slash x for updates on when a new episode drops um and make sure to you got something yeah you don't have to call it twitter slash x elon has officially changed the name to x it's I a, hate calling it X. I, it's I, X everywhere, dude. The app store literally it has it as X now. Oh, I, I know it is. I know it is. Just call it X. I, call it X. I, look, I feel like there might be some listeners out there who don't know what that means. And they're just going to be like, what is he talking about? Bro, but I say I, I, I saw a clip from um, Draft Day on TikTok. Yeah. And uh, the guy the Browns drafted first overall. He was tweeting, and he goes, "Stop tweeting! Stop being like, stop going on Twitter." And I'm like, "That's outdated." That is outdated. That's outdated. Yeah. I'll say this: until I hear nobody say the word Twitter anymore in any comments and any posts, until I never hear that word again, I will still say Twitter and X. So fair enough. So everybody knows. Once I hear the word Twitter go away for good. Make sure you uh, follow make sure the Twitter. Fo- yeah, make sure you follow the Twitter or X. Make sure to follow our TikTok, which we'll be posting on soon. So make sure you follow those. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can click the link in bio to find all the platforms and social medias. Or if you can't access the link in bio, go to our podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, with Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.